Welcome to the latest episode of Stay Informed Podcast. We're your host of Stay Informed. I'm Jessica. And I'm Tom. And today we're going to be talking about non-documentary validation. Whoa, what a big word, right? Non-documentary validation. Seems pretty complicated. Can you uh, put it in layman terms, Tom? Yeah, sure. So a lot of ways that things are validated is with documents. Like you have pay stubs and tax returns and other types of information. Non-documentary validation simply means that you're using data and insights to resolve a problem. An example might be proving income by looking at somebody's occupation and the incomes for that occupation from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. So really non-documentary validation is kind of changing the industry, right? By providing lenders the ability to, um, you know, lend out to more borrowers because they now have ways to understand their income versus um, historically, if you got a thin file or if you were not being able to be pulled up for um, most third party, um, you know, ADP or sources for payroll, you probably didn't have as much opportunity um, to look at providing documents to do the validation. Most people think of that just kind of in mortgage where you're providing a lot of bank statements. Um, so now I think like there's a lot of opportunity um, to provide more lending opportunities without increasing risk. Right. And I think one of the advantages of non-documentary validation um, or just using data is that it streamlines the lending process. If you're asking somebody to upload a pay stub in some types of transactions, particularly if you're getting a, a small dollar loan and you're rushing to get money, uh, you don't have the time. You're going to go somewhere else where you can get the money faster. So the advantage of uh, using data and using insights and using analytics is that you can allow a customer not to have to wait to get their money. And the other thing I would just say is that this is not a new concept. When you think about um, approving loans, many for years in credit cards, people have used credit scores, right? And what is a credit score? A credit score is essentially a whole lot of data about important financial aspects of a consumer that are put into some sort of analytical framework. So, you know, there's precedent for non-documentary validation. And uh, I think we're now seeing the next generation. Yeah, I think, you know, we all want data. I think we all know data is very valuable, but I think it also brings up the topic of, you know, privacy, like where are we getting all of this data? Um, and how do we know that, you know, it's secure information that is reliable? Right. So, I mean, one of the things that, you know, inform, uh, before you even go there, I think what I would, I would say, Jessica, is um, there's two parts. One is you have to have the data to do the analysis. And the second thing is you have to keep it secure and safe. And so informed, um, through our partners with many of the largest banks, has spent years working in a trust relationship with those institutions to um, get contributory information to stop key problems such as fraud and other types of problems where only by working collectively can you solve it. But at the same time, we've earned that trust and we've got um, obtained that information because we are absolutely committed to handling that data carefully and safely. And we don't sell it to third parties. Uh, we use it to solve lenders and customers' problems. That's great. And I think um, you're touching on the fraud component. From my perspective, um, it's important to really highlight how, you know, a lot of times we think fraud within the dealerships or through auto loans is not really something that affects all of us or even credit card uh, fraud or personal lending fraud. Um, but in reality, whenever we do chargebacks or there's a lot of fraud within any of these financial services, uh, the consumer ultimately does pay. Um, you see higher interest rates, you see riskier deals, um, you see people not wanting to lend as much to a certain market. And so I think really realizing that we are doing um, good with all of this information, this data, so that we're helping the industry become better um, is really relevant. So thanks for that point. And I, I think you raised another interesting point about fraud, which is that 
documents aren't the be all and end all. One thing that we've seen a lot and informed is that there's becoming an increasing capability to use documents fraudulently. I don't know if you have any experience with that, uh, Jessica, but do you know of any examples of how people might manipulate documents or change fonts or um, use the computer to create what looks like a valid document really isn't? Yeah, so I think document validation also comes with um, the perspective of, you know, having tampered information, tampered data. Um, so whenever you think about non-documentary validation and making sure that you have those data elements and the more data you have, um, you can also, you know, look at the elements of documents, but also ensure yourself that um, you're looking at it at every angle in a holistic way so that you can um, ensure that the loan is not riskier. Um, from our perspective, we see pay stubs that are consistently, um, you know, misrepresented. Um, somebody goes to paystub.com, downloads a pay stub, and um, those are really easy to come by, really easy to mock up. And so whenever you start thinking about perspectives of, um, you know, having fraudulent documents, it's a lot easier barrier to entry than if you're looking at millions of data documents um, and expecting a certain statistical uh, review of that analysis. It's a lot easier to ensure that you are meeting the levels of profitability and growth that you are expecting um, without increasing that risk. So another way to say it is that, you know, non-documentary validation is actually not, you know, icing on the cake or the cherry on top. It's actually a core part of actually how you can validate documents. You need both the hard stuff and you need the analytics. And um, uh, it's one thing we're proud of and informed is we're moving the ball on non-documentary validation. Yeah, I think it's a win-win. Um, we are identifying patterns, we're de uh, identifying trends and defects, and then we're able to make those uh, information become really highly accurate uh, predictions. And so ultimately full circle of uh, the validations, the verifications that are necessary so that we can ensure that we're all having uh, great performing loans. And the other thing I would just say is that this is a virtuous cycle that as we get more documents from our contributing partners and we um, get more data from our contributing partners, we can solve more problems for both um, the partners, the dealers, and ultimately consumers, because we can make sure that they are not being defrauded. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Well, thank you so much, Tom. That's all the time we have for today. Until next time, stay informed. Stay informed. <laughs>